Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, during the absence of Clark Kent, who is Superman... Cub reporter Jimmy Olsen reveals the reason for great concern in a confidential talk with Lois Lane. Gosh, this is terrible, Miss Lane. I I don't know what to do. Why? What do you mean, Jim? What's wrong? I just found out something about Mr. Kent. About Clark? Yeah. He... Well, you better take a deep breath, Miss Lane, because this is going to be a shock. Johnny has a broken front tooth. Johnny has two freckles on his nose. All boys with a broken front tooth have two freckles on their noses. <laughs> Sounds silly, doesn't it, gang? Yet that's how some people reason. How many times have you heard a man say, all the Irish have terrible tempers? Well, ask him how he came to that conclusion, and nine chances out of ten, he'll say, well, Johnny has a temper and Johnny is Irish. So all Irish have tempers. Well, that sort of reasoning doesn't make much sense, boys and girls. Not any more sense than saying that all boys with a broken front tooth have two freckles on their noses. You see, gang, all people aren't ever anything. Why, with the exception of some scientific facts about the human body, there isn't a single sentence you could say that would apply to all people. Even when there is a rule that is pretty general about human nature, there are always some exceptions. But when you start to make rules about people of certain races, religions, or nationalities, you might as well stop before you start. It just can't be done. You see, characteristics that people have are the result of their own personal makeup and of their experiences. And, of course, they have very little to do with their race or religion. Some people of every group have bad tempers or are lazy or mean. On the other hand, some people of every race and religion are among those you would be lucky to have as your friend. Well, boys and girls, whenever you're tempted to say all instead of some, think twice and then say to yourself, Johnny has a broken front tooth. Johnny has two freckles on his nose. 
All boys with a broken front tooth have two freckles on their noses. Think how silly that sounds, and then think straight. And now, the adventures of Superman. When a dying convict revealed to Biggie Conroy, a racketeer, that Superman lived in an apartment in the Maple Crest Arms, Conroy, realizing he could make a fortune if he could identify the Man of Steel, had a henchman pose as a painting contractor and search all the apartments in the Maple Crest Arms for a secret closet in which the convict had found Superman's costume. But Clark Kent, who is Superman, became suspicious of what was afoot and temporarily avoided exposure by breaking up the secret closet. By a clever ruse, Conroy then collected information on all the tenants in the building. He eliminated all whom he suspected of being Superman. That is, all but one, Clark Kent. As we continue now, two of Conroy's men have arrived at Kent's apartment with a plan to prove whether or not he is Superman. But as they ring the bell, Kent, who is talking with cub reporter Jimmy Olsen, probes the door with his X-ray vision and recognizes one of the men. Uh-oh. Just a minute. I'll answer the door, Mr. Kent. No, Jim, no. Come back here. But, but somebody's at the door. I know, I know. It's Mr. Bailey. Who? Bailey, that phony painting contractor and another man. They came back well, to... How do you know? Never mind that. I know Bailey means danger to me, Jim. Great danger. Danger to you? Yes. I think Bailey suspects who I am, and he's going to try to prove it. What do you mean, he suspects who you are? Oh, well, well I, I mean... Uh, Look, he's... Mr. Kent, I don't know what's wrong with you, but I'm going to answer the door. No, Jim, no. Now, wait till I get into the bedroom. Then let Bailey in. Tell him... Tell him I'm away. But... But what am I supposed to be doing here? You? You're, you're, you're staying with me. Now, go on. Do as I say, Jim. It's important. Terribly important. Oh. She was... Okay, I'm coming. I'm sorry to keep you waiting. Too bad I have to bother you again. I'm Mr. Billy's partner, Uh-oh. Mr. Kent. They're glad to meet you. Ah, uh, Danny, he ain't Kent. Ouch! My hand. Ah, you say he ain't Kent? No. Gosh, look at my hand. It's bleeding. Oh, it's just a scratch, kid. I must have done it with my ring. See, it's kind of rough here. Well, you ought to be more careful. Sure he should. Uh, look, buddy, we got the contract to paint these apartments. We want to ask Mr. Kent what color he wants on the walls. Is he here? Um... No, no, he's out. Well, when will he be back? I, I don't know. You don't know, huh? Well, what do we do now, uh, uh, Bailey? Well, as long as we're here, I'll have another look at the walls in the bedroom. I just remembered there's one panel I didn't get a good look at yesterday. No, no, don't go in there. I'll only be a minute. No way. Just want to see that one panel. Holy smokes. He isn't here. Huh? What'd you say, kid? Uh, about nothing. I was right. There ain't anything behind these walls. Not now, anyways. Uh, tell Mr. Kent we'll check with him about the colors later, buddy. Okay, mister. Let's go, Danny. Uh, sorry I scratched your hand, kid. Oh, uh, that's all right. Mr. Kent. Mr. Kent. They're gone. You can come out of the clothes closet now. Mr. Kent. Wait. He isn't here. Here I am, Jim. <gasps> what the... Where were you, Mr. Kent? Oh, I was just outside. Outside? Uh-huh. Quit your kidding. You must have been hiding under the bed. No, I wasn't, but... Look, I don't not... get it. Why were you hiding from those men? They're just painters. Are they? I noticed Bailey had another look for the secret closet. Good thing I set the panel right side up again. What is all this about panels and secret closets? 
Gee whiz, Mr. Kent, do you feel all right? No, I certainly do not. Oh, I thought so. Look, you better lie down. I'll call a doctor. No, no, this is no job for a doctor. But you said you didn't feel well. I don't, but a doctor can't help me. No, I, I, I've, I've got to think, Jim, and it, it, it's too late. Put some iodine on that scratch and go home, will you? I'll see you in the morning. You see, Miss Lane, all these painters wanted to know was what colors Mr. Kent wanted his walls painted. Yes. But he insisted the men were dangerous and he hid under the bed. He hid under the bed? Uh-huh. And what? after they'd gone, he said they'd come to look for his secret closet. His secret closet? That's what he said. He said a lot of other goofy things, too, like... Like they wanted to see if they could draw his blood. What? No kidding. Golly, I hate to say it, Miss Lane, but... Well, I, I think Mr. Kent is sick in the head. I've known there was something wrong with Clark for several days, Jim. He's been acting so strangely. And how? I wanted to call a doctor last night, but he wouldn't let me. He said a doctor couldn't help him. That's what he told me the day before. Look, we've got to do something before he gets into serious trouble. I know. Wait a minute, Jim. I saw him go into his office just a few minutes ago. I'm going to try and talk to him. You wait here. <laughs> Look, Clark, you know I'm your friend, don't you? Well, sure, of course I do, Lois. Well, all right, then. Then I want you to listen to me. Look, Clark, I know of a very nice little, uh... Well, it's, it's, it's kind of a rest home up in the mountains. Great Scott, Lois, wait. Huh? What's the matter? He, he just came in. Who came in? Where? The big fellow who was with Bailey last night. What? Just came into the city room. Clark. I'm talking to Beanie now. Oh, Beanie's pointing to this office. Clark, will you stop it? How can you see into the city room? Must have some new trick up his sleeve. Clark, for heaven's sake, will you get control Can't of yourself? keep dodging them. They're bound to catch up with me sometime. Clark, listen to me. I've got to do something drastic and do it now. Fast! Alarmed, Lois Lane can do nothing but stand helplessly by as Clark Kent rushes from his office and strides swiftly through the Daily Planet city room. What is he going to do? We'll be back in a moment for the climax of today's episode. So keep listening. Nancy had a crush on one of the boys in the senior class. The one with the blonde hair and wonderful smile. Oh, it was a terrible crush. And the sad part about it was that Nancy didn't even know his name. In fact, she knew nothing about him except that he was very handsome and very popular and very witty. Judging by all the attention he got. Well, finally, after months of hero worship from afar, the great day came. Nancy was invited to a party. And there he was. Excitedly, she nudged her girlfriend and whispered, Who's that cute fellow over there? Oh, answered her friend, That's Chris Ingeberg. He's president of the Norwegian Boys Club. Come on, I'll introduce you. Well, Nancy's face dropped a mile in disappointment. Never mind, she said sadly. No point in meeting him. He's Norwegian, and I can't stand Norwegians. Well, gang, did you ever hear anything that made less sense... For weeks, while Nancy didn't know the national background of the boy, she thought he was wonderful. But once she found out he was Norwegian, she immediately decided she didn't like him. Well, that, boys and girls, is just plain dumb. You wouldn't like it very much if the guys from the next block decided they didn't like you because you lived on a different block. Hey, you'd object. You fellas don't know anything about what I'm really like. How can you say that you don't like me just because I live on a certain block? Well, plenty of kids in this block are, are really swell guys. And plenty of kids in every racial, religious, and national groups are swell, too. Boys and girls, make up your mind about others by getting to know them individually. That's the only way you'll find out what really makes them tick. Hey, 
And now, back to the adventures of Superman. As we continue now, Clark Kent and his true identity of Superman has streaked to the home of his friend, the famous Batman. Say what you want, Batman, but now I'm positive that fellow Bailey suspects I'm Clark Kent and is out to prove it. How can you be positive, Superman? For one thing, he said he's a painting contractor, but there's no painting contractor named Bailey listed in the Metropolis Telephone Directory. I see. Secondly, he had another look for my secret closet last night. Really? Yes. And while it might have been an accident, the fellow who was with him, a gorilla if I ever saw one, cut Jim's finger with his ring while he was shaking hands, apparently under the impression Jim was Clark Kent. So, what does that prove? Well, he may have been trying to find out if my skin is impenetrable. That's a pretty tall assumption, isn't it? Is it? When Herbert Calkins, our Scotland Yard friend, suspected my double identity, he tried the same trick, remember? Say, that's right. Well, I can't keep dodging these fellas, Batman. They suspect Kent and Superman are one, and they won't let go until they prove it. And when that happens, I'm a cooked goose. I know, but what can you do? Only one thing. Get rid of them. Get rid of them? Right. What, you can't be... I've got a plan, and if it works, they'll never bother me again. Now, can I count on you to help me? Of course you can. You can count on Robin, too. But look, This what... may be dangerous, Batman. Very dangerous. In case you've forgotten, danger is my middle name, and Robin's, too. Good. Now, what have you cooked up? You remember Clifftown Village? We went trout fishing up there one time. Clifftown Village? Yes, you remember. Oh, yes, up in the Blue Hills, isn't it? That's right. Well, about a half mile below the village, there's a sharp bend in the road. An old orchard is on one side with a brick wall around it. Just above it is Dr. McIntosh's house. Get the picture? Yes, yes, but I don't see what you're driving. I want you to meet me. Let's see, it's now 10.15. It's about three hours' drive up there. You and Robin meet me below the village at the bend in the road at 1.30 this afternoon, okay? Well, yes, but now, I... don't come as Batman and Robin and don't drive your Batmobile. Just come in an ordinary car as Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson. Get that? Sure, but I wish you'd tell me what you're up to. Not now. You'd only put up an argument, and besides, I haven't another minute. I've got things to do. Oh, just one more thing, Batman. Yes? Don't be surprised at anything you see. Hey, this sounds intriguing, Superman. It is. If only it works. Well, I've got to go now. Mind if I leave through your window? Help yourself. Okay, thanks. Now, I can count on you and Robin to be there at 1.30. You can count on us, chump. Good. And remember, don't be surprised at anything. Now, up, up, and away! Leaping from Batman's window into the sky, Superman streaks away on his mysterious mission. What is his plan to prevent Biggie Conroy and his criminal followers from revealing his double identity? And why did he warn Batman to be prepared for any surprise and for danger? There are more thrills in tomorrow's exciting episode, fellows and girls, so be sure to listen. Tune in same time, same station for Chapter 13 of The Mystery of the Stolen Costume on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom Mix and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.